I recorded uh, a cover of She Loves You, Yeah, 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 and left the audacity open. I checked that for a sound check. It sounds semi-pro. I sound semi-hard. <laughs> I don't know how that manifests in an audio format. All right, I had to restart my recording because I was getting some weird background in there, but that's cleared up now and I am ready to go. Keep your recording, Jonathan, because I made that great joke about my half-erect phallus. It was a very good joke. Excellent. Right, now I will synchronise us up properly. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan was on Road Rules Northern Trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award-winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again. Gentlemen, you may be wondering why I was so late to today's business meeting. Well, I will tell you. Uh, we were already running a little bit late, and I decided I would go to the bathroom and quickly squeeze out a little bit of urine from the end of my ding-dong, uh, as is the way, as is tradition here in these United States. Basically, I needed a slash, and I went to the bathroom to do a slash. The problem is, as I was urinating, my ass thought to itself, well, I'm going to get me a piece of this action. And I felt the movements and the motions of the undernethers signifying that fecal discharge was on route. So, squat my little body over the toilet seat, uh, realising we're already starting to run late for uh, our conference call, I've got no time for a luxury shit now, do I, Jonathan? Uh, I mean, I, I, couldn't you have just held it? For the whole show? No! No, I had to take my dump imminently. So, I pushed hard because I had to get this done quick, didn't I? I pushed really, really hard, and as luck would have it, of course, I pooed my entire skeleton out. Wow. All in the toilet, bones clacking onto the porcelain making little splish-splash noises. Well, you can imagine the effect that had on my body not having any bones in it. Well, I say no bones. Everything below the arse was still intact because I'm not going to poo my own leg bones out, am I, Jonathan? I'll poo the rest... I'll poo my ribcage out, but not my femurs out. That would be ridiculous, Jonathan. That would be a farce. A physical farce. No. What, wait a minute. So so the rest of you was in there? Heart and lungs and stomach, I assume? Oh, no, just the bones. Just the bones. Yeah, I pooed so hard that my bones fell in the toilet. And then I, I ran around in a bit of a panic for a moment around the bathroom using my healthy legs. Uh, so the top half of me was just flailing about like a windsock, just going... <laughs> 
Well, you can imagine that was a little bit distressing. Uh, so, how do I get the bones back in? Well, I've gonna, I'm going to have to eat them, aren't I, Jonathan? I'm going to have to eat my own bones so I can have my skeleton again. Dip into the toilet, like flop, use, using me ass as much as I can. I flop my top half into the toilet bowl all on top of the bones. Try to start eating. Well, I'm sure you've already guessed to the problem. I, there's poop in there. I ain't got no teeth. They're in with the bones. <laughs> so I've got to bend over the toilet bowl, ingesting my own skeleton like an overraptoricious snake. So just enveloping it, just uh, kind of uh, like a sock over a foot. You had to be with your own bone bones. Yeah. Now, I can appreciate that the metaphor or the example that you used was a sock going over a foot and not a condom going over a penis because we all know bareback's the only way for you. I'd, I'd be absolutely offended at the suggestion that I would ever sheath my rod. It's, it's Safe sex is much more responsible than the, the... I mean, no sex, abstinence is the only... Oh, it's not for having sex. What? What? What are we talking about? Are we? Are you talking about sex? Your bones? Your sex bones? Sometimes I don't know where the egg whisk is, and I'm not popping on a Johnny. I want to feel that yolk. You, <laughs> you, you whisk your testicles and, and and penis. Is that what you're doing? I whisk with. You whisk with? Yeah. Basically, I've got a penis like a, a Swiss Army knife kitchen utensil compo. It can do almost anything. But it's made of flesh, or is it is it bionic? What's going on? You could use it to, to pound out, tenderize meat. You can use it for blending. You can... You know, it's, it's, it functions a lot like a stick blender. Yeah. Stick it in there and give it a little swirl. Plus, it's shaped like a corkscrew, so wine all day long. There's a, there's a Gary Shandling film with this plot. It's like, I want to fuck you, I think it's called... It's just called that one. It's something like that. That's the plot. He's an alien and he's got to like have sex with women. He's just trying to have sex with every woman. But his penis is is a uh, multi multifunctional machinery. But yours is it real? Is it a real penis? What do you got? I've been asked that many times. Why am I a- and why am I asking? I, I'm really powerless today. In dark hotel rooms, uh-huh. the smell of depression and gunpowder in the air. As my lover for the evening asks, is that a real penis or is it a joke? Is it a terrible, terrible... Jonathan, why aren't you famous yet? Like, I'm really annoyed at this now. I'm not even a little famous. I am. You're not! No, I'm very not famous. There's a a big festival going on called Boston Calling where they invite just the lowest of the low Boston celebrities. Like, remember Earl? He was in that computer commercial from 30 years ago. We got Earl on stage. Earl, you using dial-up still, Earl? Like, that, that kind of stuff. Well, the thing is, the thing is, Jonathan, if you would take our advice and become Oinky Johnny the Coconut Pig, then you'd be famous. <laughs> Oink... The coconut pig? Oinky? Oinky Johnny, the coconut pig. I thought we could strip you naked, paint you pink, sling some coconuts under you, and and we can all lie on the floor drinking from the coconuts. We'll drill some holes in. Maybe be your big hairy udders. That's more of a it's more of a cow. It's a coconut cow, I think, right? You could suckle from a pig, I'm pretty sure. They're mammals. The last time I checked, Jonathan, cows didn't have coconuts for udders. 
don't be ridiculous. You're the coconut pig. It's a, you do make a, um, I'm going to try to make it so you are making an a interesting point. About the thing is, Jonathan, right? If we were to put you in like bright pink body tight spandex and hang coconut udders all down your chest, right? And then pushed you into a skull so you could promote healthy drinking of milk. We'd make you a celebrity megastar. But, I mean... As you just, like, we drill the holes in the coconut milk and you just, like, spin round in the middle of the skull. Like, during assembly, right? The, the principal of the skull is doing the morning prayers, Church of England. That's what they do for prayers at morning in, in religious schools. Uh, you kick the door open of the school hall where the children are assembled. The teachers are like, oh, what on earth is this? And you say, shut up, teach. I'm the coconut pig and I'm here to teach you about healthy milk. Oink. That's when you walk into the middle of the assembly hall, throw your arms out wide, and then spin in a circle as fast as you can so the coconut milk goes everywhere. And the kids are going to be loving it. They're, like, screaming, Yes! Yes, it's Oinky Johnny at last! They've all got their glasses. They've all got, like, like lovely milk glasses in their hands, and they're holding them up to get just a sweet, sweet drop. Of Oinky Johnny's coconut milk. Why not? So people don't drink pig milk, so they don't want it. Well, that's yeah, it's coconut milk, obviously. You're not a pig. You're a coconut pig. You're Oinky Johnny. What part of this don't you understand? It just seems like you took some leaps, and they're 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 interesting leaps. People like a leap. It makes some something memorable when it's not just repackaged what you've already got. But yeah, so so what we'll do is we'll just get. 12 coconuts, right? And we'll put them in two rows running down your chest. Wow. And we'll drill little holes in the coconuts and and, and stick rubber nipples in there, right? And your spandex costume will have holes so that these nipples can all be extruded and, and facing out. And then you just sort of get you to, to get on hands and knees, right, in the center of the room. And the children all line up and slide their heads underneath the individual nipples that are hanging down there and suckle straight from the coconut pig's teeth. Yeah. Uh, it's very... Um, people are going to make some bad guesses about what kind of person I am. They're going to assume bad things, I think. About Do you that. think it would go across better? Do you think we'd, we'd promote the message of healthy milk better if... Uh, after you've spun around and sprayed the, the coconut milk everywhere and made sure you lob a coconut toward the teachers just to show them you mean fucking business, right? Would it help if I then walked in dressed as a farmer, got behind you, grabbed you by the hips and just started slapping against your ass with my groin, just going, get him, boy! Get him! Get him! While you're going, get him! Get him! You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is about pigs and suggestion, but people just think if you say like, "Hey, little piggy," or like, "I'm your piggy," "I'm your little piggy," like it doesn't. Yes, yes that's what you will do. I don't want to. You do will that. go. I'm your little piggy. I'm your little piggy. <laughs> See, I don't. I don't know what it is. If I were to say like, "I'm your doggy," woof woof, or "I'm a cow," mew, nothing. But if you say, I'm your little piggy, oogie, eek, 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 oink, 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 people think like he wants to, he's trying to have sex with me. 
This is a decept deception. This is a ruse. This is all a trick. No way. The teachers will be so thrilled by the great display, especially once Conrad comes in with a beak and a rooster tail butt plug to, to crow three times for milk. Milk! There we are. Milk! That's crow number two. Milk! Third time's a charm. The teachers are now on your side. They want to ordain you as a teacher. They will call you Professor Pig and you will teach children as Professor Pig, which is a name that has no negative connotations whatsoever, according to my research. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, somehow, I don't know if you've done it. You've taken milk, which is the only sexual thing about cows. I don't know why milk <laughs> is, like, sexual. What the hell are you talking about? You're at the grocery store, and you see a pint of milk in the cooler, and you just start, like, touching your groin. Just, oh, yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm aroused by milk. It's got. I want to take you to the hairy dairy. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. The cream rises to the top. That's what you're saying. You do in the middle of a grocery store. You sick fuck. I don't. And I. Yeah. I mm. don't. I think it's a little judgy. The way that you're, you know, like more into two percent than whole milk, you know, I, I think it's kind of, you know, what everybody deserves love, whatever. I don't want to lo love milk. I don't want to. I'm just saying that people dump milk on themselves. In Pooty Tang, <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge's character drinks milk in a in a suggestive way towards Pooty Tang, um, and then you're getting the rooster in there. I'm just saying, I think you get more action from whole. That's that's all I'm saying. I don't want to have sex with any milks or or and I want I want this to be neutered. I want to neuter this whole idea to, to remove any sexual suggestion or content. Oh, so you want us to you want us to pull the coconuts off you and just throw you into the assembly hall in the pig costume? No. I mean, how do you think that's gonna go, right? You've read Lord of the Flies. Absolutely, they'll tear you limb from limb. They'll bash your head in with a rock. How about how about I become the I'm just, try, just throwing you How about here. you become the omen at last for once? The omen da Damien the um the devil child. Why the hell aren't you in a little black suit in a tricycle having broken into someone's house and you just ride around knocking things over while Conrad and I hide in a cupboard going Praetus! Dominus! Tricycle! Do you still have that dog? I have a dog, KK the dog. We could paint his eyes red. I don't want to... What? So, uh, I haven't seen the Omen in a while, but... I mean, I don't think they make red dog contacts, right? Yeah. I, I, so, let's leave the dog. Let's leave the are dog. You, are you saying you want me dressed up as a dog with devil horns on? I mean, we could make that happen. Um, I mean, I, I, I have lived to make that happen. He does have the costume already. It's the role I was born to play. Omen Johnny's Devil Dog is the role I was made for. You could run with that. I could stay out of it. It's Conrad, not... could you handle the demonic chanting while he knocks people's things over with a tricycle and I follow behind going, woof, woof, I'm the devil. Yeah, I think I do that. Yeah, suited and booted. It's not all bad Satanism. It's got um, there's some sassy Satanists that are using it as a farce. 
they're, they're rebelling against the Christianity's influence over the government by saying, hey, you have to build a... Jonathan new... off-road rules, pro-Satanism. No, I'm not. I mean, it wouldn't go that far, but there's some that uh, flip it, and they're, they're not actually... They don't believe in Satan. They just uh, don't believe that you can worship a god without it going poorly, so they... I got a problem with that. With the Satanists? Yeah, cowards, the lot of them. Wow. If you're going to call yourself a Satanist... Literally worship Beelzebub or get the fuck out. Some of us, some real Satanists like myself, we actually worship the Lord of Deceit. Like, like, like real people do. Not pretentious cowards who are just like, oh, I think I should be allowed to hit you in the face if you do a dump on my rug in my house. Oh, I'm performing a philosophical exercise. Oh, I've read a book. <laughs> I don't actually consort with dark powers. Oh, some of us haven't offered our firstborn son to the Dark Lord. Yeah, so why, what's good about, I mean, so worshipping, that's just being evil, isn't it? If you're a real Satanist, that evil's bad. That's why they call it that. It's the bad, don't be Bad. Evil is just a point of view with a bad PR campaign. What? I mean, isn't it what it means? Is that it's uh, the unempathetic... <sighs> Jonathan, I don't consider myself the next Nietzsche. I consider myself the first Jim Sterling when it comes to philo philosophical heavyweights. And I'm going to lay some philosophy down for you. If you're up for that... I can take it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, before I forget, um, a guy at his Twitter handle is at 47, but you have to spell the word 47. He made a video of some stuff we talked about weeks ago. The, the, uh, the don't have sex PSA. You should check him out on Twitter listeners. He did a great job with that. I think. Yeah. Satanism would be a good look for you, Jonathan genuine satanism like i i would what i would like to see you dabble in the occult why it's not i mean it's well it's it's edgy it's a little sexy it's a little dangerous yeah it could be the perfect thing to raise your profile ah uh, i mean it's very 90s it's very marilyn manson um going back further black sabbath but they were never pro satanism they were just talking about that evil is real they never wanted to deal with the devil, but, you know, devil We'll talk. cut a round hole in the middle of a bed sheet and poke your head through that, and then you could be wearing your Satanist robes. Get some little plastic devil horns to pop on your head. We'll draw, we'll draw a goatee on you in marker pen to prove that you are devilish, and we'll give you a fork, and then you can cavort in the woods at night with, with Satan's wizards. Which will be me and Conrad of dressed course. up like like wizards. So I so am I the devil? It's very confusing. You've probably looked into it. There's Beelzebub, there's Lucifer, there's Sam Sam Hain, there's Samhain is a, I think a holiday, but also a person. Uh I it's it's very convoluted. What's your favorite devil, Jonathan? If you could pick any devil at all. Mine is Legion, which was lots of devils. Yeah. Which is just value for money. Is that a Castlevania boss? I think that's most of what I know about religion. It's in the is... Bible, you clod. I've never you, never read. You never read. Ignoramus. I uh I really like the 
DS, dual screen Castlevanias, and that's most of my knowledge of Satanism. What the hell are you talking about? It's video games. It's good. What the hell is a DS? What on earth is a Castlevania? We're trying to have a serious philosophical discussion about the merits of Satanism and diverging from Christianity, and you're talking about video games like a child. Like a child? A, chi a child with a silent C? That's no news. The point is, Jonathan... I think if you were a professional wrestler called The Ring Wraith and you did spooky suplexes, people would love you. I, I like wrestling. I think it's good. It's better than boxing. So maybe. I, I But I, I, there's already The Undertaker and then Kane, I think, had a spooky element. There's some guys that are in the woods. I can't remember their names. They come out with a lantern and... They try to scare you. That would be Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family, yeah, my friend. Yeah, of course. I, I should have known that. Um, they're they're fascinating. He's been doing a creepy kids TV show now on the wrestling. No. Yeah, Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse. And then he sometimes wears a mask that looks like the Joker's face when the Joker's face was pulled off in the Batman comics. And he's all like, Twinkle, twinkle, little star. They do have fun. That's that's my favorite thing about They wrestling. have a giggle. Yeah. Professional wrestlers have a bit of a giggle. And I, I love that about them. Uh, yeah. I just wish they didn't get so badly hurt. That's the problem I have. I don't want to get badly hurt, is what I'm saying. I can go The main in... issue is, is that Willem Dafoe... What? ...hasn't had a movie out in a while. It's been about two minutes, I think. It, he just literally had a movie premiere that everyone's talking about. I think it's called The Lighthouse, him and uh, Robert Pattinson. Never heard of it. It's not canon. <laughs> I'll tell you what is canon, though. What's that? I'm going to tell you. It's a new movie pitch idea I've had for Willem Dafoe. I'm shocked. That I did not see this coming. It's called Rock Bottom Truths. Whoa. And it stars Willem Dafoe... As Ingot Shankles. Ingot Shankles, one day, walks up to his friend's house with a very distressed look on his face. I'm feeling very distressed, he says. I need to ask a favour of a friend, but I don't know if I can do it. I've needed to ask this favour for years. But the shame, the fear of rejection, I'm going to have to go and ask him. So walks up to the house. Knocks on the door. The door is answered. Who should answer but, of course, Brendan Fraser. Hello! I'm famed archaeologist Sam Neill. And I'm answering the door only to find me old friend Ingot Shangles. What do you want? Can I come in? <laughs> I've got a problem. And you're the only one who can help. Oh, yeah, come right in. So they go in, sit down, Willem Dafoe, cup of tea in his hand, nervous, the cup does shake in his hand. Oh, my old friend. What was it, Sam Neill? Famed archaeologist Sam Neill. I've got a favour to ask. Believe me when I say I don't want to ask this favour. Never have. Maybe never will. But it must be asked. And only a true friend like you could understand. So please... Hear me out. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll do anything you need, anything you ask, my oldest friend. Well, I'm going to need you to excavate my ass. <laughs> no, come on. That's the movie. <laughs> Anal excavation. 
Uh, so, I mean... He's well, not... <laughs> as a famed archaeologist, I like to say I've done it all. But excavate an ass. There's a challenge I could be into. So, oh, so it's not like he needs um an exam, like a prostate or a... Uh... No, 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 no. He's That's why he's gone to an archaeologist and not a proctologist. Does he need to, like, take an exam to, like, prepare himself? Well, this is something they ask when Daniel Radcliffe comes round. I'm Pokey Poker! Dr. Pokey Poker! And I am a proctologist! I'm here to look at some arses! Oh, Pokey Poker! <laughs> Pokey Poker! I'm glad you turned up unannounced. I just asked my old archaeologist friend to excavate my ass. Is there anything we should know before he starts chipping away? Chipping? Well, certainly. We're going to have to do a seismic reading to see if there's anything in there worth digging out in the first place, aren't we? Let's bring the seismologist in. At which point Charles Dance comes in. Yeah, I'm the seismologist. And I'm going to see what's in your ass! Is Skeletor shows up? Who's Charles? Charles Dance, who was in Game of Thrones and Alien 3. Oh, he's a good actor. Yes! So, they set up all the equipment. I don't know what seismologists do. I'm not even sure it's a thing. So, I'm assuming there will just be lots of wires and computers. Uh, wires just being pushed into Willem Dafoe's anus. And computers saying there is stuff in there. And Charles Dance turns around and says, Yeah, there is stuff in there. It may be from the 17th century. At which point, you know, this whole thing has become a production. Uh, There is an entire uh, rostra of um, uh, metal beams, wooden planks, all emanating from uh, Willem Dafoe's ass. He's bent over, and using a system of pipes and platforms, there is an entire archaeological dig spreading from his ass. People with little round hats just, like, chipping away at his rump with a chisel. Are they like the dozers from Fraggle Rock? Oh, yes. (laughs) In fact, they are the dozers from Fraggle Rock. That adds up a little because they're small. Like, uh, Willem Dafoe, not a huge man. Not a, not well, a... he is where it counts. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Massive is. But my, my point is... Like... Get in there, little daughters! Find that 17th century pottery! And every now and then, it, there's an extreme close-up of Willem Dafoe's face, looking so satisfied. Ah. What? At last! At last, the dozers are digging my ass. It's all I ever wanted. So he's been waiting for a while on this one. Oh, yeah, all his life. Well, imagine going your entire life with 14th century pottery in your ass. You'd be thrilled, too. How how did it stay in there? Is there going to be, is that going to be the big, uh, the big climax when they explain, like, why it didn't just come out all those years? One of the little dozers crawls out of his anus, just... <laughs> just clambering out with rope around his waist and a little pickaxe. <laughs> just, just, hey! I found a cave drawing on the rectal wall! I knew it! I knew there would be a cave drawing in there! 
breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. It turns out there's a cave drawing in a man's ass. We now go live to the scene. We're here, Chip, and we've just been told there's a cave drawing in that man's ass. <laughs> and then the film just sort of abruptly ends. <laughs> Cause, Cause, I've gotten all I want to get out of that idea. But I just, I love the the visual image that that it conjures in my mind of like, of the news reporter standing there, and behind him is this massive amount of infrastructure, oh, all yeah. of these people milling around for this one guy. It's one one guy bent over, <laughs> and just the entire time team, all Tony Robinson, like the real Sam Neill. As the Jurassic Park character is there, pulling armfuls and armfuls of dinosaur bones out of Willem Dafoe's ass. All these lights everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> an entire news team. Basically, the whole film is about media escalation because what starts as a friend's request becomes a worldwide news phenomenon. I never asked for this. I just wanted a friend to excavate my ass and prove what I always knew. That there was a cave drawing and some pottery up my ass. The introduction of the dozers was fine. They're soft and small and it feels fun when they're inside. But now there's a news crew. And everyone knows of my anal history. You could say that his personal space has actually been invaded. Yes. So it's like uh, it's like that movie Ed TV kind of. That's what you're saying. It's like the Truman Show. It's basically exactly like the Truman Show with with an archaeological twist. <laughs> I was thinking it was it was more like because um, it's all it's all it's all meaningful. I, I, I give it all a lot of thought. It's sort of like Close Encounters because he feels like there's something special about him. Well, yeah, there's a cave drawing on my rectal wall. <laughs> it's not. It's not the metaphor most of us would use for like artistic passion that you're you're struggling to express that makes you an outsider and stuff. It's more of an Edward Scissorhands type deal most of the time, as opposed to. But you know, and it's also you. You've talked a lot about kind of emptying yourself out. You know, like stuff's coming out. It's time to, to get it out and then start over or uh, get 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 people to help you with getting it out and you gotta swallow it back in sometimes, but yeah, it's been very metaphorical, all these ideas. I enjoy those metaphors. Do you think you could break the world record for drinking the most river water, Jonathan? <laughs> It's very unhealthy. I, I, there's an episode of uh, Road Rules. That's not what Lloyd and his friends tell me. They don't. They're, they're dishonest. I was on Road Dishonest? <laughs> Their sweet river ambrosia cured my rickets. Are you sure that's what it was? I mean... I'm not sure I had rickets, but they told me I did, and I tend to trust Lloyd. He's got one of those faces. I, it doesn't... Does he? I mean, isn't his face hideous? Well, half of it. I mean, the other half is... Well, I don't know where the other half is, frankly. But I don't want to drink river water. I almost drank swamp water on Nor Northern Trail, Road Rules Northern Northern Trail. Right. And then that's one time the directors broke because they're supposed to just witness without uh, engaging, just like on the Truman Show. Oh, like an animal documentary. Yeah, like an animal. But that time they yelled, "No!" from the from the distance. Or, or, or like uh, the the Prime Directive. It's Star Trek. It is also like Star Trek. It's like the Truman Show. It's like an animal documentary. So you're saying you 
you tried to drink swamp water. Yeah. And the directors of Road Rules Northern Trail said no. Yes. So what you're telling me is we now, with your advanced profile, which me and Conrad have worked diligently to raise for you once again, without those, without those censoring directors telling you what to do, we can finally make your dream come true oh. and have you drinking swamp water. I mean, I didn't want to. Uh, I So that episode, we did a cattle drive and we were out in the uh, North Dakota sun for over 12 hours and I didn't bring enough water and I also didn't ration my water. They didn't teach us any of this. They didn't teach us how to ride a horse. It was not that dissimilar from the show. They just put us on some, some horses and gave us six cows and said, get these cows across the arid plain and we were like i don't know how to do that we had to follow a map it was a disaster we lost all the cows and then we finally got to the end and i was so thirsty i was like anyone got any water and they're like not for you and then i looked at a swamp and was like maybe just a little taste i mean it's better than dying of dehydration and then the direct and i put it in the bottle and looked at it it was yellow there's particles floating up and down i think there was like a, a half a shrimp in there and I was like, maybe I'll drink it. And then they yelled, no. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just passively said, fine, I won't drink it. Friends, families, attendees of all ages, you've heard of Swamp Thing. We're here to introduce you to the Swamp Thing. It's Jonathan. <laughs> and the stage lights come on. And there's so many of them. They're so hot and it is so bright. And Conrad and I have wheeled on. Um, space heaters to really cook that stage. The attended crowd in the theatre applauding, <laughs> applauding as you come out with a barrel of swan water what? and a ladle and just drink ladle after ladle full while Conrad walks around the, audi the audience with a tray yelling oysters, clams and cockles and then he'll show that on the tray he's got oysters, clams and cockles and people can look at them and go ooh mm -hmm. ah and for two dollars they can touch one of them not eat one it's a, just a visual display and touch of oyster yeah 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 like no one should be allowed to eat while you're drinking and, in some cases, probably eating the swamp water. I mean, it's just disrespectful. Yeah, very rude. Trying to upstage you. Like, oh, Jonathan on the stage thinks he can drink and eat bits of swamp water. Well, I could eat a clam, oyster, or a cockle. Fuck off. You're there to touch the oysters, clams, and cockles. I'm there with a tray. I'm working as well. Don't think I'm sitting idly by at the box office just looking at the take. I've got a tray. Driftwood! Get your driftwood! Five dollars for a piece of driftwood. If they get it in... <laughs> if they get it in the barrel of swamp water as they lob it towards you, they get a prize, which is a free touch of any cockle of their choosing on Conrad's tray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've got a circular economy there where you always profit, it sounds like, which is good, except for me. We've invented the economy, basically. Basically. But I, the, most economies don't involve your, um, I don't know, am I the, the prime attraction? Am I the star of the show? Well, let me, let me just say this. A swamp water, driftwood, seafood economy does need all those things. But I'm going to be in the hospital in hours or less. I mean, the the, the parasites in the, the swamp The space water. heaters and the hot stage lights 
will probably kill some germs. No, those are, that's what, that's how they grow. Like the warm. Next you're going to be telling me, oh, I don't want to drink out of a rusty ladle. Can you get me a new one? Rust will definitely kill you. Oh, I'm Jonathan. I'm the prince that was promised. I shouldn't have to drink out of a rusty ladle. I'll cut my mouth. Well, yeah, it's death. It's death ladle. It's It's pretty jagged. When Lloyd sold it to me, he said, you've got to be a bit careful with it. And I was. I was very, very careful when I sharpened those edges. It's an edgy production. So someone said I should be the Muffin Man. How about the Muffin Man? I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to work with you guys. Someone said, why don't you be the Muffin Man? And I'm like, what? You would like a Muffin Man on stage while you drink the swamp water. Or you'd like the audience to clap and going, do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man? Drink that fucking swamp water. Drink it, drink it, drink it. Drink it down, drink it down. You are the swamp thing. So this is instead of the swamp thing. No, 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 no. We are, we're pivoting to swamps. Yeah, we're committed to the swamp thing. It's incompatible. So muffins, bad for you. Creepy, like you've been doing. Uh, so, cause it's like, why is that muffin man? Why does he want to give kids muffins so bad? Is he going to hurt them? So he's a little scary. It's like a ice cream man or a dentist or, you know, stuff we've talked about, scary stuff, but it's a nursery rhyme that maybe it's benign also. So you have to keep him on edge and make him think, well, maybe he's just a muffin man. Okay. All right. All right. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, we'll meet you halfway. Okay. When we wheel out the barrel of swamp water, we'll also put out a stool with a muffin on it. And then when you come and take the stage, you remove your trousers, sit on the muffin, and then begin ladling. That's <laughs> not, that's, that's Are not. you worried, Jonathan, that your costume consisting of bicycle shorts and a vest will reveal your Jolo Trugolo tattoo? <laughs> Trollo? I love the way you pronounce Joe's name. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working on that pronunciation for five years. I, I missed it. I missed the reference. I'm too old for it, probably. J-Lo Trugolo, he's a famous singer, was in the cube. J-Lo Trugolo? It wasn't the cube, it was that other one. What was that other one? The box? The one about um, Philip Seymour Hoffman as a killer who like hangs from the ceiling. That sounds good. That was great. She goes into his brain and he's got a big cape and the cape is also the curtains on the wall. So when he walks off his throne and goes down the stairs, all the wall starts moving and following him. Oh, yeah. I think it was called like the evil man whose brain was bad. (laughs) It's like Psyche Patrol or Brain Cops. (laughs) Like Psych Patrol. Yeah, something like that. Brain Cop. (laughs) Something like that. I know. If Willem Dafoe's listening... He's not. We are going to go all in on Brain Cop. <laughs> he's not listening. He's. Uh, I don't think he's listening. I don't, I don't want him to he listen will. to it. I, I was... He will if he knows what's good for him. Because this, all of these ideas are very good for Willem Dafoe. It's not a threat when I literally say, Willem Dafoe better fucking listen if he knows what's fucking good for him. Because we are literally good for him. You're just announcing what's true, is that if he wants what's good for him. Yeah, we're good for him, we're hot for him, we're wet for him. What? In some cases, we're a little bit swampy for him, just to keep on the swamp theme. Swampy's not what people want. It's, um... Oh, yeah, they do, they do. (laughs) Oh, let me get in that swamp. No, not... Let me get in that murky swamp. (laughs) That mosquito-infested swamp. (laughs) It's uh, poison, and that people don't like that. People don't like poison and things that makes them sick and die. They um, they want clean stuff. Oh, man, I, I tell you, 
I saw the sexiest that oh god oh shit yeah we I saw the sexiest goddamn swamp the other day. I don't know if you did. Use needles on the bank. That's not se- so- chemical spills from a nearby factory. The smell of a slaughterhouse in the air. Wow. Oh, oh swamp! You don't know what you're doing to me. People I know like new car smell. They like Febreze. They like laundry detergent. They're those are turn ons because they're like this is clean. This is infection free. Mm. Mm-hmm. I get a little yeah. hand sanitizer. That's a little mm-hmm. sexy. Um, sometimes mm. people like um, spermicide. They're like, yes, yeah. this will this will keep me free from pregnancy. Oh, it's okay. a turn on. Big time. Don't pregnancies are not a turn on with some. I don't know. Some it depends on your taste, doesn't it? Yeah, of course, it all does. I'm just aiming for Everything's the. Everyone's um, different. Everyone's different. Yeah, you make a, you make an excellent point, Jonathan. And I think the point you're making is that, really, at the end of the day, the Walking Dead refers to the people, not the zombies. Am I right? Like, I sometimes think that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. I mean, after all, what is a society? Uh, it's people. No one's ever answered that. There's no definition for that. What? What? And I'm, g- I'm going to have to perk on the end of my cherry cupcake here. What ultimately is a society? Mm. <laughs> it's people and they're, they're what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Jonathan. I cannot live without my people cup of coffee in the morning am i am i right fellow me lads mm. Mm. drinking mine right now oh caffeine injection yes please <laughs> what so are you drawing a parallel between people who define society i am and... so grumpy in the morning if i do not have my cup of coffee i am so sleepy it wakes me up because of the chemicals oh i mean uh, well when i get out of bed i basically i might my eyes are, are bloodshot oh, yeah. and hanging open, and I just sort of groan and shuffle around the house mm. until I, you know, manage to get some some of that sweet, sweet Java inside me. Doesn't it though? My family's coming in the house. They're coming. Get ready. There's gonna be noise. <laughs> There's gonna be barking. Because we've gone overtime. I'm supposed to stop at around eleven. I'm coming in the house as well. Don't do that. Every time I think about those goddamn swamps. Oh. So I. Really- oh, you don't know what you're doing to me. Oh. Fuck yeah. I wrote a letter to the creator of The Walking Dead and he published it in his comic book where I made fun of him for saying it's the people who are The Walking Dead. It's like issue really? eight before the the show was on. You made fun of him for that. I did. I was a sassy young young man. Even though when I really think about it, I, I, I believe, and it's just my read on this. Here they come. It's just my read. I believe yep. the, the real Walking Dead are the people. Here's my son. He just showed up. That's super insightful, Jim. I think, I, you know, I, I don't think that I would have come to that conclusion, but the when you point it out that way, it really Dad. makes a lot of sense, right. doesn't it? Right. Yeah. My son's calling me. Can you hear him? He's like, Dad. What is it, Ryan? Dad. 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 I don't like this. I don't like what's happening. What has happened here? He's saying I have to stay with him. I'm going to go take care of my son like a uh, uh, dad. I mean, that other voice sounds a bit like Lloyd's Weed Dealer. A little bit. <laughs> it's not. Is it the same person? Because they sound almost exactly alike. He's playing with a Powerpuff Girl toy right now. What do you got there, Ryan? Does he ever play with a Powerpuff Girl toy? 
down by the river. I don't think so. Let's ask him. Ryan, you ever play with a Powerpuff Girl toy down by the river? He said, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. That's Blossom's uh, ponytail. So uh, That's Skeezy Frank. <laughs> That's Skeezy Frank. That's Skeezy Frank. If he says he's been down the river with a Powerpuff Girl. That's, yeah, it's got to be him. That is exactly Lloyd's weed dealer. He sells him river weed, which is weed mixed in with river water to make it proper dank. None of that's true. I have to, I have to run. But uh, thank you for helping me this week. Uh, with it's this. a short episode this week, isn't it? It's because you were you were interrupted by Skeezy Frank. It's true. That's why. That's we'll just. Run but it was there. a very good episode, Jonathan. It was a very good, very valuable uh, discussion. I think we've had today. I think we've all learned a lot. Yeah, we managed to cram a lot in. Yeah, good job. To help you get famous. Do you feel any more famous at the end of this? He just took off his pants for some reason. Why are you taking your pants? Yes, I, I feel a monochrome of potential for more fame. You know, maybe Walking Dead fans will tune in. Uh, you know, we talked Definitely about will. Satanism. Maybe yeah. the Satanists will tune in. You you, you got the, the target audience. Swamp fans. Swamp fans. He just wants... And who, and who doesn't love a good coconut pig? He wants peanut butter crackers, so I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, you do that, and we'll work on the peanut butter cracker demo, because clearly there's a market there as well. I hear there's demand. Yeah. Enjoy your river weed, Jonathan. Skeezy Frank's always got the hookup, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Tell me what the matter is, tell me what the matter is. Boston's Favorite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan Off-Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freak Out by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. I've been eating all sorts of igloos and old lamps lately. The longest one I ever licked was a French hairdressing anteater name of Brad.